0: we breathe. Yes, Lord, the Bible says let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And so, Lord, we come before you this morning with a heart of thanksgiving, with a heart of praise. So, thank you. So, thank you for the great things that you have done in our midst. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. You have been with us in our going out and our coming in. You have showered us with your blessing. Thank you, Lord, because when, when we were walking out, your angels stood before us. And so, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, father thank you for your strength thank you for your glory that tabernacles over us daily thank you for your angel that stands god over our lives in the name of jesus we say thank you father you are worthy of praise you are worthy to be glorified thank you for your presence lord this morning hallelujah
1: in jesus name Thank you, Everlasting Father, for your presence in Jesus' name. I'm going to be taking my um, Bible verse from Hebrews 11, chapter 6, and it says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. My prayer point is just actually a prayer of thanksgiving to thank God for the faith that is building in each and every one of us. Especially in this season that we're in, so much prophetic has gone out. And it's just a prayer of thanks that for the faith that because of what the word has been spoken in my life, it's gonna come to pass. So let us just begin to praise God, just to thank him for the faith that is stirring within each and every one of us. Let us just begin to pray. But everlasting Father, my God and my King, we thank you, Lord, as you said in your word that without faith it's impossible to please you father lord and we thank you that in this season that we're in we thank you for the faith that is building in each and every one of us we thank you father lord because we know that lord the word of you will never return to you void until it accomplishes lord what you set it out to do and we thank you because the word that has been spoken from this altar father lord is words that are trustworthy and true that comes from the throne room of heaven so father lord we thank you for today we thank you for the faith that is building up in each and every one of us. We thank you for the manifestation of your word, O Lord, my God. We thank you because we hold on to that word, that Father Lord, which you have spoken over our lives, O Lord, my God. That is more, there's nothing, no words that we can say, but thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you that in this time that we're in, O Lord, my God, that the lives of so many, Lord, have been transformed by the spoken word of you, Father Lord, which comes out Lord, from your mouth, O Lord, my God. That Father Lord, we thank you, O Lord, Lord my God. We thank you Father Lord for what you are doing in this time, in this season oh Lord my God. We thank you for the prophetic word Father Lord that has come out Father Lord from this holy temple, from this holy altar oh Lord my God. And we thank you oh Lord my God because we are going to be a participant of that spoken word oh Lord my God. That sovereign Lord we thank you. Sovereign Lord we worship you. Sovereign Lord we adore you oh Lord my God because there's none like you oh Lord my God. Thank you Father Lord for the The word of you that is stirring up in each and every one of us, oh Lord, my God. We thank you that we're no longer limited. We're no longer bound, Father Lord, by the chains of Satan, that we have been set free, Lord. As you said, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and liberty. And thank you for the freedom of you that we are experiencing in this time. That, Father Lord, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name.
2: Father Lord, we thank you, oh God, for our faith can never be shaken, no matter what the enemies chose us, we will be standing firm to glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Please turn to me to Luke 6. I'll read from 27. Jesus said, But to you, he's chosen. To you who are listening, I say, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. I will stop them. We are not an ordinary child. Jesus has placed a zeal of ownership upon us And this separated us from the world. He said to us He said he has given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven And for us to manifest Because Satan is very crafty We are running this race But that voice keeps pushing through He said he has given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatsoever we bind on earth, it is bound in heaven. So we have that authority. He said whatsoever we lose on earth, it is loose in heaven. So this morning, first of all, I want us to pray for ourselves. Say, Father Lord, send your fire into my heart to destroy everything, everything, no matter what anybody has done to you. Say, Lord, because I was chosen, you separated me from the world. Begin to purify them in the mighty name of Jesus. And we went for that to begin to invoke the fire of God. The Lord said, whatever we bind on earth, we're going to take authority in the mighty name of Jesus to begin to destroy every spirit of hell, every spell that Satan has released to the face of the earth, to weary the heart of those chosen, to weary the hearts of people, to bound them and begin to invoke the fire. Father, Lord, we thank you, O oh God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. Because the Bible says for God's." the whole world love the whole world he gave his only begotten son it is not are righteous, that we've been saved. And you have commanded us to love our enemies, to pray for those who mistreat us. Lord, we ask this morning, anything, 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 Lord, that is in our heart, that is secretly in our heart, we ask for your fire to destroy them this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, give us the heart of love. Give us the heart of love. Give us the heart to do good things, even to those that persecute us. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we take authority, O oh God. We begin to destroy every spirit of hell that has held people bound in this vicinity. We lose them. We set them free in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we thank you, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying.
3: Amen. I will be taking my scripture from the book of Ephesians chapter 6. I read from verse 19. Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, Words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. We are going to pray this morning that as the word will come forth from the man of God, that Lord, the unction of heaven will rest upon him he will declare there will be healing there will, our eyes will open there will be direction, insight and illumination will be given in this service this morning, lift up your voice and begin to ask the unction of heaven to rest upon him afresh grace of, of heaven to rest upon him afresh, my God and my Father we come before your throne this morning we pray for your servant O oh God as he mount the pupil this morning O oh God, we pray O oh God for heaven to open over him we pray for your angels to encounter him. We pray, O God, that Lord, words be given unto him. Lord, we pray for revelation. We pray for revelation. We pray for deep mystery of heaven, O God, to be revealed to your Son, O God, as he ministers this morning, my God and my Father. We pray, my God, Lord, he will declare your word fearlessly. He will declare your word with authority and power. This morning, my God and my Father, in this service, O God, we pray for your healing, O God. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. Let there be direction, my God and my Father. We pray for your son this morning, O God. Anoint him, Anoint him afresh. Anoint him afresh. Anoint him afresh. Anoint him afresh. Let eyes be open in this meeting, O God. Let eyes be open. Let direction and insight be given, O God. Lord, we pray, my God, let the unction of heaven, let it start this auditorium. Let the unction of heaven, let it rest upon him, Almighty God. We pray for your angels, O God. Let your angels encamp around this, this auditorium this morning, O God. Heavenly Father, we ask, O God, review yourself, review yourself, review yourself. Let him declare your word, O God, with boldness and with authority, my God and my Father. We pray, my God and my King, Holy Spirit, anoint him afresh. Holy Spirit, anoint him afresh. Holy Spirit, anoint him afresh. Empower him, O God. Let the power of God rest upon him, O God. Let the glory of God rest upon him, Almighty God. We pray, my God and my Father, let strength from above, let him rest upon him, my God and my King, we thank you, we worship you, we give you glory and adoration in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed
4: uh, still in the attitude of prayers I will read from uh, Isaiah 14 verse 27 for the Lord of hosts has proposed and who will annul it his hand is stretched out and who will turn it back praise the Lord we can remember what God told Moses he said tell Pharaoh let my people go that they may worship me we want to pray that God's purpose for today's meeting will be achieved in our lives that everyone that will enter into this place the Bible says it cannot be annulled. nobody can cancel what God has ordained for today for each and every one of us and he said his hand is stretched out and to do what and you will not be turned back. So nobody can turn the hands of God back concerning the purpose of today's meeting. So I want us to begin to pray that Lord, let your purpose for today's meeting be fulfilled in my life, in everyone's life, everyone that we enter into this place. Let's begin to pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, we thank you for your word, O Lord. The Bible says for the Lord of hosts has proposed. The Lord of hosts, you are here with us in this meeting. You have a purpose for this meeting, and you have brought us for this purpose, O God. Father, we pray, O God Almighty, that your purpose for this meeting, O God, will be achieved in every life. Everyone that will step into this auditorium, O God Almighty, wherever they are, O God. Heavenly King of Glory, we pray, O God, you are the Lord of hosts. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. We pray, let your purpose be achieved, O God, in our lives, O God Almighty. And we know, Lord Almighty, your plans for us, O God, are plans of good, O God. Lord Almighty, part of your purpose for this meeting is that we, your people, will come here and worship you just as you told Moses to tell Pharaoh left my people God that they may worship you. We thank you because you have brought us here to worship you. You have led us here to worship you, to praise you, Lord. Almighty Father, we pray, let this purple be achieved. Every garment of heaviness, let Away from every one of us that we will worship you in the beauty of your holy name, Heavenly King of Glory. Every wandering aloud, oh God, let it be taken away. That, Lord Almighty, as we are here, we will know of you, we have the knowledge of you, we will increase in the knowledge of you in the name of Jesus, Heavenly King of Glory. You said your hand is stretched out, stretch out your hand over this meeting, Lord, stretch out your hands over this meeting as you have planned, as you have proposed. You said, Lord Almighty, nobody can turn it back. In the name of Jesus, stretch out your hands, O God, that cannot be turned back, that every one of us, O God, we go back rejoicing that, Lord Almighty, you have met with us, you have delivered us, you have saved us, and you have renewed us, and you have refilled us to the glory of your name, O God. We thank you. We worship you, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.
5: Praise the Lord this morning. We are going to declare. We are going to speak to the north, speak to the south, to the west, to the east, and begin to call everyone that God has ordained to come from all these places into the sanctuary this morning. Lift up your voice and begin to decree, declare. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we speak to the north of Woolish the north of England. We speak, of oh God, to the south. We speak to the west. We speak to the east. Everyone that you have ordained, Lord Jesus, to be in this city in this morning. Father, we pray, oh God, that they will not be delayed. They will not be delayed. They will quickly, 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 quickly come to the service. We speak of God to us by That you have ordained to be blessed in this meeting this morning. Let them come in, let them come in. We speak to those, Lord Jesus, that are preparing to come into the sanctuary this morning. That have delays, Oh God. Release them, release them, release them. Release them in the name of Jesus everyone that have ordained to be blessed in this meeting, release them, release them. Many that have spoken to Lord Jesus, that are feeling weary in their hearts, that are feeling tired, Lord Jesus, release them, release them, release them. In the name of Jesus, you have a plan, you have a purpose. Your plan of God is to give us hope and a future. Those that their future is been shattered right now. Lord, bring them in. Bring them in. You have a plan. You have a purpose, Lord Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Prince of Peace. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. It shall come to pass as we have prayed. Amen. Psalm 100 says, Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. All Christ's tabernacle. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful song. I don't know what has brought you here this morning, but the psalmist says to well, worship the Lord with gladness. The sound of rejoicing will not cease in this camp. Amen. Come before Him with joyful songs. Fire be prepared and I know you are prepared. All you on the drums and instruments, be prepared as well. You we are going to sing melodious songs to the Lord this morning. Know that the Lord is God... Even when we are unfaithful, God is faithful. So want to enter his gate, his singing this morning, whatever you have, my mood as you have come to this auditorium, I say to, read, to you, share up. Hallelujah. He called thee, share up. The blind Bartholomew was held bound because of blindness. But when, when the people start telling him, share up, he called thee. He threw away all the things. That has been a burden in his life throw aside every weight this morning and be focused say to your neighbor neighbor cheer up, cheer up. he called thee call hallelujah Amen. jesus is here this morning he's here to heal he's here to shake the unshakeables from our lives Amen. he's here to promote us to the next level Amen. you have been trusting god for the, in the things of god you need promotion he's here to promote us taking us from that level And raising us higher to Him, to be seated with Him in the heavenly places. With that in mind, this morning, with a clean heart and a pure, uh, pure heart and a clean hand, we are going to read the book of Psalm 24 with an uplifted hand. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof; the world and all that dwell therein. For He hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, And be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord almighty. He is the king of glory. Amen. Psalm 145 I will exalt you my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For grace is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord, your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. So that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord opposes all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all His ways and loving towards all He has made. The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear Him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth is speaking in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name. Forever and ever. Amen.
6: of the Shabbat, the name of Jesus will make way for you, it will take you to the heights that God has ordained for you, if you have been depressed, you are set free in the name of Jesus, if you have been afflicted, you are set free in the name of Jesus, the name that is above all names, we exalt and magnify you, O oh God, put your hands together and thank God for the name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What a wonderful day. What a
7: wonderful day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In hey, Jesus' holy name we have worshiped, turn to someone and welcome them in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen forevermore. My, my, my. What a wonderful name. (laughs) The
6: name of Jesus. I love it. Somebody say Jesus. How does it feel? (laughs) How does it feel? You know something?
7: This is the name. That distincts you and I from the rest of the world. You know, I've been sharing with you about the potentials and grace that God has given to you. And this lecture began from the Holy Ghost Convention when I began to share with you about the Holy Spirit. Now, can I say this today? We will carry on on that very topic. Because if you reflect your mind, which I'm sure, you know, you guys are people who really reflect. You will agree with me that from August, Holy Ghost Convention, the Lord began to teach us about the Holy Spirit. And we looked at the gift of the Spirit. We looked at the, the you know, uh, fruits of the Spirit. We looked at the ministry call. And then the Lord took us from there in September... To begin to reveal to us the grace that is upon us as God's children. The working of the Holy Spirit, I would say. And then He moved us into October when He started talking about the authority He has given to us. And last Sunday, I began to teach you, or two Sundays ago, I began to teach you about the agency theory. Amen? (laughs) Now, come on now. Today... I will progress in what heaven is saying. Now, let me tell you some few thoughts between myself and the Holy Spirit this morning. You need to ask yourself, why am I born again? If your answer is, when I die, I go to heaven, then it means that when you were born again, the Lord should take your life. But He didn't. Because if the main reason why we are born again is to reign with Him, which is part of it, the ultimate reason. But if that's just the reason, when we got born again, it's a good time to just for Jesus to say, just come home. But He didn't. Why? Because when Jesus died, or before Jesus died, Jesus made promises to us who believe in Him. And if you look at the promises... The force is the Holy Spirit. And so we looked at the Holy Spirit. Many Christians on Earth do not have the knowledge of what I'm teaching you. You have millions of people going to church, but they don't understand it. That which I'm revealing to you this, hour, I want you to make sure that everything I say you examine it by the written word, right? Why am I still alive? I should have died and gone to heaven if all oh, why Jesus saved me is to go to heaven. No, Jesus saved you because there is still unfinished business of God on earth. Okay? And Jesus expects you, who he has saved, to carry on from where he stopped. Until the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand. Until I make all your enemies the soul of your feet. I remember the book of Hebrews says that even up to now, we have not seen that but it's coming to be. So, when Jesus was going, he made some promises to those of us who believe in him. So that you and I can understand our position in him. So we look at the fact that he said that, you know, he spoke, he spoke about, you know, us who believe in his name, representing him on earth. And we looked at the promises he gave us as an authority. I think one of the most prominent, you know, scriptures we looked at was the book of Matthew 16, 18 and 19. And He says, I tell you the truth. I will tell you that you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. And I help you to understand this, that Jesus said that because he wanted to say something. So, he I said to you and I that, this church which you belong to, it is my duty Jesus to build it. And he said, the gates of hell, any decision made by Satan have no credence over the church. You must know this fact. Satan don't decide your life on earth, so if Satan has no power to decide your life. There is no witch doctor who can, there is no demon who can, because God cannot lie. Now, another thing he said to us that, Father, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on, I will bind in heaven, and whatever you lose on, I will lose in heaven. And we recognize that Jesus gave us unfettered power. That is your ability to operate the power of god depends on you alone i give you the keys but if you look further in that chapter 18 he repeated again and said i tell you the truth whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be losing heaven Understand that Jesus said whatever. So it's your choice to determine the limit of what you can. So what we have in the church of God is, we have so many believers going to church, they don't understand this. So when they have issues, they look for somebody to help them bind and lose. And we fall a victim of false people. Who, you, in the real sense, you have better position in God than them. But because they carry labels... Of man of God, woman of God. And there is no standard on, in the world today to test or to prove who should be carrying such names. Many people were appointed ordained pastors in many churches who have not even been disciples. And they may rise to the, to the position of senior pastors or apostle or bishop or pope. But they have no encounter of Christ. So the church of God is left vulnerable to be understanding the need. But Jesus said, I tell you the truth, whatever you bite on earth is bad in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth is losing in heaven. Then he went for that to say, again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about something you ask for, it will be done in heaven. I was having a marriage counseling yesterday. Alright, with uh, one of our members who are getting married. And I was so helping them to understand the reason why a, lot of, a number of married Christians struggle in their, in their marriage and family. Because Satan only attacks your unity. If you are a Christian and you are married to a Christian, you have open check to decide what will happen in your family. But if Satan attacks your unity, whatever you agree is the word. You don't have agreements. Husband think this way, wife think this way. Fundamental error. And then they struggle. And then they now begin to accuse witches and wizards for what they have not even done. And so, some other ministers who themselves... You know, they will stand before God in judgment. We will now begin to formulate all manners of theories that drill the mind of sins of God. But listen to me. What Jesus says supersedes what any man says. I will together now. I'm taking you to today's message. But you need to remember these fundamentals. Now, why did Jesus say all these things to you? Look at the book of John. Of course, we looked at John chapter 14, isn't it? It says in verse 12, I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will even do greater things than this because I am going to the Father. So, Jesus did not take you and I after born again because there is still work to be done and it should be done through you. Hello, somebody. Do you know that Jesus believes in you? (laughs) Looking at me like that. I say, Jesus believes in me. Jesus believes in Apostle Williams. (laughs) What about you? Don't talk like somebody who didn't understand. I say, Jesus believes in me. Uh huh. So, he now said, if you believe in him, which we do,
6: we believe in him.
7: How many of you believe in Jesus here wave your hands to me? You see, we believe in Him. Come on now. He said now, you will do what I've been doing. Not only that. He said you will even what? Do greater things. Hallelujah. You will do greater things. Amen. I want your mind to be wind up. All what Jesus did, what how God anointed Jesus of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, He went about doing good, healing everyone under the power of the devil because God was with him. And so you can read it how God anointed Alfred Williams. What about you? Hey, my friend, is this cathedral? I'm going back to New Cross. How
6: God anointed
7: who? With what? And Don't compare like a powerless person
6: I said God anointed You with what? Holy Spirit and power But you don't Sit in
7: church and see it happen You have to what? Go about Why did Jesus Say this? Because Of what you are the topic of this morning is the church of the living God. Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. Let me help you further in this statement. Understand, I said to you <clears throat> when Jesus makes statement like this, it is what we call in law an undertaking. And remember, it is a, it. I told you, undertaking is what enforceable promise. Look at your sermon notes. Enforceable promise. When you make undertaking, you become a debtor, and you cannot withdraw from undertaking. But the person you gave that undertaking can revoke it, but you who said it can revoke it. That is the principle of undertaking. Am I talking to somebody? Now, let's see this critically. He said, the next verse. Please. And what? Let's read together. And. Come on now. What is the undertaking of Jesus? He said what? I will do. So, when you are singing, what a wonderful name it is, the name of Jesus. Whenever you mention the name Jesus, my head will will dance, my body will roll, my belly will jump.
6: The name Jesus, whether you call him out of fear or you call him out of faith, he answers. When that name goes out of the lips of mortal man, it goes to heaven. The whole door of heaven opens instantly. And that
7: mortal man is located by the GI system of the Holy Spirit.
6: And whatever you ask in that name, angels will run to make it happen. Listen to me. He says, ask me anything. In my name,
7: and I will do it. Excuse me, why would God tell you this? Why would Jesus give you an open ticket or check just anything you want? I will do it anything you want you can imagine many things that you wanted and you are looking for a prophet to help you say it to God you are looking for an anointed in quotes man and you carry more anointing than him but because you don't have label you went to him and put your head full of anointing under a man who is dry I need to lose his eyes and tell you fictions that does not come to pass if you are listening to me, and you claim to be a child of God, stop that. Whatever you ask in the name of Jesus, it does not matter whether you are on the mountain, or you are in the valley, you are in your house, in your bedroom, or you are
6: in the shower, or you are pulling, it does not matter where you are. If you ask in the name of Jesus, heaven, answer. Have an answer. And I told you, I gave you homework. Begin to ask in the name. Over all matters of your life. Begin to ask. Within last Sunday and today, my ears are full of testimony. Things that was impossible made possible with, with, with people.
7: Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. Oh. You may ask anything in my name, he said. So why did Jesus say that? It's because you are a member of God's household, the Church of the Living God. Now let's explore a little bit about the Church of the Living God. Let's look at the book of First Timothy. You are a member of God's household. That's why Jesus made the promise to His children, isn't it? What is the church of the living God? It is God's household. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. If I'm delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God. The pillar and foundation of truth. Now, look at this. The first thing the Bible says here is... Very significant That the church of the living God Is God's household Change your perspective from today This building is not Christ Faith Tabernacle It is Galabingo It was Galabingo Until Christ Faith Tabernacle Entered therein And possessed it And it became Christ Faith Tabernacle So who is the church? It's you not the building. If we move away from this building, anywhere we move to will be. When you are in your house and you are having fellowship and people enter your house, they say, Oh, what are you doing? Oh, we are members of Christ's Faith Tabernacle, but you are in the house. So anywhere you go is what carries the label of Christ's Faith Tabernacle. Because that is the part of the church of the living God that God brought you into. But are you not amazed also that this scripture, in this scripture, Paul said, people need to know how to conduct themselves. So there is a behavior or a type of behavior that is expected from anybody who becomes a member of God's household. Am I talking to you? When you go out there, in clubs and in circular world you have people who assassinate character of others you have people who stab one another at the back you have people who plots evil for another one to fall into it you have people who backbite About somebody. You have people who hate success from another person. It's only they that they want for success. But when other people give testimonies, they grumble. You have people who will just hate you for no reason. And they'll be laughing to you while they are plotting evil against you. But when you come to the household of God, it does not exist. So, what about people who do that and they are members of the Household, They belong to the building. They don't belong to the household. Now, now, when I finish with you today, you will re-examine your life whether you are really born again. And if you find yourself that you falter in the race of heaven, you have to rededicate your life. There are pastors who are not born again. Bishops, apostles, prophet, pope. Not born again. Those titles don't give salvation. Am I talking to you? Yes, there are deacons, deaconess elders. No, but I was discussing with a part of, your, of you, the German church yesterday, with the leaders. I started a training for them. And I told them that, you see, let me give you the example. A deacon and a deaconess. What is the criteria for deacon and deaconess? Acts chapter 6. He said they must be full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. Is that so with all Dickens and deaconesses in the reality? No. It says an elder should be what? Blameless. Look, blameless doesn't mean perfect. But blameless means when there are issues, you are not to be blamed. That's what blamelessness is. In other words, every issue that you are involved in, you go there conscientiously with the word of God so that your judgment is in line with the truth. Okay, It doesn't mean you are perfect. It's you are blameless. No taking side of people when they fall out. No treating people in an inhumane manner. You don't have such in your temperament. Now, so if you combine the qualities of standard quality for a deacon or deaconess with the elder, then what do you talk about, pastor, even more? But is this so? Generally in the church? No. So, there is conduct in this place called the family of God, household of God. So, if you belong or you profess to belong, all right, when what they call salvation happens in you, that seed will kill what you used to do. And if you are a thief before, a thief before, and you get born again. You know what happens to you? As you get born again, and then suddenly, Satan will arrange for you to steal. And you are so gifted by Satan before, that before the eyes of people, you can steal their phone. It, the, when their eyes are wide open, and they will not see you. Just like some people have such skill from the devil. It's the gift of Satan. You have the gift of spirits, and you have the gift of the devil. So, now, now you are born again. And in those days, you used to steal and boast of it that I can steal your mobile phone before your eyes and you will not know. You have so much craft and demons who can operate. Now you are born again, what happens to you? As you are going, Satan sets you up. You see a mobile phone left alone in an isolated place and nobody to lay claim. And that thief spirit come to you again and say, "Come on, nick that." You know what will happen to you? The seed of God in you will say, "No." And then your flesh, that loss, that we say, is an opportunity once lost, and you want to move to take it. And as you are trying to move to take it, it's helping you to understand that how smart you used to be, how you can easily take this stuff, and you, and then when you stretch your hand, the seed inside you and said, no. Something will happen to which cause conviction before you didn't have it, and you will find yourself your heart will cut, and you begin to move away from that, and then you say, no, no, things are different. And you walk away. And as you are walking away, the seeding you say, look up, and you see a camera had been fixed there. You say, Oh, I thank God. If I had taken it, I would have been in trouble. When that happened to a man, it's because you are born again. But if you do it before and you just take took it. It means you are not born again. What about you who lie? Somebody is knocking your door. You tell your children, tell them I'm not at home. You are a liar and also you are an educator of lies. When you are born again, when people knock, you will recognize that. You have not, it's nothing wrong to tell somebody, I can't see you at this time. You have knocked my door. I did not expect you. Sorry, you may have to go back. I will arrange a time that we can talk. Anybody who came to get, crash your door, you didn't invite, you have the right to attend to him at the door and let him go. Offend man, you will offend them on the basis of truth. Oh, someone didn't like that. <coughs> he doesn't like the truth. You have no business with them. So, The Bible says, therefore, in the household of faith, conduct changes. Not because you want to change, but because something took place inside you that functions the change. But the second thing it says here, household of God, it says, pillar and foundation of what? Truth. Come on, let me help you know this. What is your new identity then, when you are now a member of the household of faith? Number two, what's your new identity? Your new identity is revealed in the book of Ephesians 2.19. It says, consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people and members of God's household." Hallelujah. You are not alone. We belong to a family. Hallelujah. You are fellow members of what? God's household. I love that. And you are what? A fellow citizen. Excuse me. One tree. You don't call it forest. It takes so many trees for you to say, this is is qualified to be called a forest. I need you. You need me. We belong to the same family. Excuse me. How can a minister justify himself when you are a shepherd of a flock and your flock wants to see you and they have to go through three screening before they can get appointments. And when they get appointment, you may postpone to see them in six months' time. Who sent you? Who sent you? Think about this. Those of you who are directors in the office, if you want to see your director, does it take you six months? Excuse me. From where did that come? From the pit of hell. We are members of God's household. Somebody here may be the prime minister of England and he's here. When he's out there, he's the prime minister. When he comes here, he's a member. He sits down with the cleaner in the office. They are members of the same family. Let me tell you. So, whatever God makes of you, Maybe some of you are knowing your local government. Maybe you are becoming an MP and they know you in the, in the nation. Maybe you have been promoted that they know you in the United Nations. That you, you sit among those who make policies and decisions over various nations. And your name is flying all over the whole place. Do you know what? There is no such thing as a celebrity. It's of the devil. The word celebrity came from Satan. You are ordinary man. When you come here, you may be the usher at the gate there. And that's what you are. Excuse me. So, your position in life that God had made you, is a grace. And God give grace to profit others. Members of the household. Excuse me. That's the reason why in the household of God, all what you see are people who recognize that they are from the same Father. So, when somebody hurts, you hurt. So, when somebody... You know, rejoices, you rejoice. Somebody has an issue, call another person. Ah, this is the situation. It is odd time. It is in the night, he called. You wake up and pick it up. And he tells you the situation. Because you have heard about the situation, sometimes you pray till morning. For that person, you deprive yourself of sleep. Because your brother is hurting. You can't wait to call the person first time in the morning. <clears throat> Am I talking to you? You are members of one family. And that is part of the conduct that Paul was talking about. Let me take you a further steps or further steps forward. If you look at the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20, it says, "We are therefore ambassadors of ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us I love this statement I'm talking about your new identity you know your first identity is that you are citizens of God your second identity is that you are an ambassador of God who is an ambassador from what I taught you before agents under agent theory you remember what an ambassador speaks if an ambassador commits his country to another country he's done He's done <clears throat> because he has said so. So, as ambassadors of Christ, you are agents. And that is the reason why all those promises of Jesus ask this whatever you bind is bound, whatever you lose is loose. That is the reason why Jesus can say that to you. <clears throat> because you are God's ambassadors. We will explore that further. But you can put together my lecture that I've lectured you from the first of this month. And you can understand that better. But you are God's ambassadors. Anywhere you go, you represent Jesus. Do you know something I told you that you mustn't forget? I said, when I was teaching pastors, I said to the pastor, let me tell you something. If somebody asks me what informs my boldness in the Lord... Why, Apostle Williams, you just dare what many people will not, especially when it comes to Satan, you know, a lot of people are afraid, you know. Oh, this is evil forest, don't enter. Who told you that you shouldn't enter evil forest? May worms eat their mouth. Oh, there are robbers in that road, we can't go there. Why can't we go there? So, if I cannot go there because robbers always will lead them, I forgot what the Bible says. Jesus says, I'm low, I'm with you, always. I said to you, the reason why, <clears throat> what works in my head, that I those things that people feel it is not possible, is because I cannot believe in my life that Jesus is not with me anywhere I go. I am fully conscious when I'm naked, he's with me. When I'm clothed, he's with me. When I'm at home, he's with me when i even sit down and i'm looking like this he is with me in my brain hearing everything that i am thinking excuse me anywhere you go jesus is there
6: so if i go to people and be talking about other people slandering them jesus is there if I cheat on my wife, Jesus is there. Listen to me. From
7: the onset of my thinking to the execution of my emotions,
6: Jesus is there. Hello? But now listen. So, if I'm conscious
7: that I carry Jesus everywhere I go, what does that do? It works good conduct in me. Because I am an ambassador of Jesus. The day you say yes to Jesus, you have become an ambassador of Jesus.
6: And if you understand that, anywhere you go, whatever you say, whatever you do, whatever you plot, is with Jesus. No wonder. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10. Put it on the board quickly. Let everybody read it, shall we? For we must... That Did you see that? Did you see that? As an ambassador of Jesus, you can never divorce yourself from Jesus being with you. And if Jesus is with you, the angels of God are with you. If you are struggling with a where are you going? That you think Jesus was not there. And then you became reckless. Where were you thinking? And you thought Jesus was not there. And you began to dialogue with demons, evil spirits. Speaking to your mind. loss, Speaking to your mind. Deceit. Speaking to your mind. Lies. And you are also conversing with devil. Come on now. You are God's ambassador. You must always converse with the Holy Spirit of God. You have nothing to do with wicked works of Satan.
7: That is a good ambassador. Such ambassador will speak and heaven will open. Because he is with you. So if you are reckless in your life, how can you exercise the authority of an agent? He will not honor it because you don't have faith in his name. Am I talking to you? That is what weakens a highly powerful and anointed person. Because we do not recognize every time that He is with us. We are ambassadors of Christ. Look, it says, as though God were making His appeal through us. So if God is making appeal through you, no wonder Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do. Ask whatever you ask in my name, you would, I will would do it. You are my agent. I will do it. Hello, my son. When sinners entice thee, consent thou not. <laughs> I love that. Come on now. So, to the ambassador of Jesus is made available... Every treasure of heaven, the Holy Spirit with all his gifts, angels and cherubs and seraphs, wish to serve you. Hebrew chapter 1, verse 14. Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? So, therefore, if I was you, I would only conduct myself according to Jesus. I don't care about sickness, body can be sick. But if I don't like you, I will tell you and command you to die. I cause you to die until you die. That is the sickness I'm talking about, not man. So don't go and say, I say fall down and die. I don't say that. I never wish any man to fall down and die. I separate the man from the Spirit. I command the man to rise up and I command the Spirit to go to hell. Am I talking to you? Good. So, you have insight about this world. God is making appeal through you. So God must be able to depend on your lips. Because you conduct yourself as an ambassador. The final thing is that you are born of God. Your new identity. You are what? Born of God. Tell, say to somebody you are born of God. Say you are born of God. Do you know, really I need to ask this. How many of you have consciously asked Jesus to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior? Raise your hand if you have ever done that. Look at those people around you. If your hand is not up, brother, you haven't done that. You haven't done that. No. Have you done that? You have asked Jesus to come into your heart and you too. Have you? Yes? Yes? Good. Is anybody whose hand is not up? Look, don't, don't look at how good you are. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about confession. Okay, so everybody here now has. Now let me tell you this. That does not mean that you are perfect. Okay? Is inviting Jesus to your life is the beginning. Okay? When you, when you apply to university and you are given admission... It doesn't mean that you are the most brilliant, you see. Even some struggle with their results, and yet universities take them. And some are given because of their high class intelligence. So, when we talk about salvation, it's not because you are good. If you are good, you don't need salvation. Because you and I can't help ourselves. All men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, it's not because we are good. But you know something when you go to university you know nothing about the course or little about the course but as you go month after month by the end of first year you begin to form and then second year you are talking languages that you didn't know before and those of us who didn't read your course we begin to say that oh, you, you know you ask we ask you questions you, are, you have you are a boss to some of us who are ignorant of what you are studying isn't it so, when we talk about that, we ask you. And then, when you come out and suddenly you come out in first class, you get to your master's level, if there's any problem in that field, we call you to come and resolve it. Why? Because you have distinguished yourself by your learning. So, when you come to church also, you come as you are, as you are, but you don't remain as you were. Because students that come to university and remain as he entered never succeed in getting certificates. So the church is not a place to condemn you but to convict you or convince you by the Holy Spirit. As it is that, you cannot just remain as you are in your university and come out with good grade, So also, you can't just remain coming to church every Sunday and die. It's not good. It's not good. Look, your input to your physical life and your ability to expound your human knowledge determines how high you go in the affairs of men. People don't become director because they have certificates. Is because these guys have distinct themselves among all who are certificates that apart from certificate, I have something to offer by increasing their knowledge. So is the church. The church is a place of knowledge of the kingdom, so that you and I can apply the knowledge on a daily basis, and before you know it, you are pressing the power. I mean, you have encounters of God. It's so blissful, man. I would never have loved another thing than to be a preacher of the gospel. Hallelujah. I belong to the Royal Institute of Jesus Christ, Satan and Fellow. Now, let me help you know this, therefore. Born of God. What about it? John 1, 12, 13. Yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave them the right to become what? Children of God. Children born not of natural descent or human decision or, of, or husbands we but born of God. Are you born of God? Say yes. Now let me explore being born of God. Privileges of being born of God and also the is duty that is imposed upon you so anyone who believes in Jesus is born of God okay you know that's just some of us born of God you are still arguing <laughs> you are born again argumentator And said to you, when those who have gone ahead say that this is not good, say, show me the Bible. Ah. (laughs) I wonder why I can't find your name or your father's name in the Bible and your story and your grandfather's story in the Bible. But yet, when you tell me that your grandfather is this person, I believe it. Isn't it? I didn't say show me in the bible that that is your grandfather <laughs> hallelujah you will soon get out of that argument spirit <laughs> amen amen i like it or not you will grow <laughs> i say you will grow uh-huh. <laughs> but once you are born again you have accepted jesus you are born of god sometimes we we confuse obedience to god with salvation salvation is for those who are disobedience. But when they get saved, they are to be taught so that they can overcome all disobedience in their spirit, man. Am I talking to you? Uh-huh. So that's why some of us condemn others. We judge others. And if you see that a bishop fell into adultery, you say a whole bishop. What about you? Are you not whole? Are you part?
6: <laughs> are you part? A whole bishop.
7: As if, you know, bishop is not like you. If if the Bible says that Elijah was a man like you, (laughs) and then you saw a bishop, I will talk about that in a minute and we'll close. Now, watch this. Born of God. 1 John 5, 1. Everyone who believes that Jesus is Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves the Son loves his child as well. Now, anyone who loves the Son, loves the child as well. So, why is the Bible talking about this? If you believe in Jesus, you are born of God. That is, everyone who believes that Jesus is their Lord. Are we together with you now? Yes, sir. But there is is a duty imposed upon those who are born of God. The first duty, 1 John 4, 7. Dear friends, let us love one another. Because why? We belong to God's household together. (laughs) That's your first duty. So in the world there you hate people. Even when you have some family members that you are hunting down. Some people pray against their mother-in-law. And their father-in-law is in a problem. He didn't train this child before he gave him to marriage. And so anytime there is a problem in the marriage, they blame the father-in-law. And all stuff like that. But you see, in this house, you don't blame anybody. Am I saying something? You love every brethren. Uh -uh. Ah-ah. Ah-ah. He says... Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from who? God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and no God. So if you are born of God, which is born again, you must love other born again. You don't hate those who are born again. You know some people when you are distributing leaflets in the market and you see another person say, Oh, I'm a Christian. You know, they say that, But you need to be born again. It's because they are not born again. Who say that? They don't know what born again is. <laughs> you, I mean, even that I was, I was going on the market and somebody came to me to give me leaflets. I say, Oh, I'm a child of God. He said, And so? <laughs> so I like to understand from that person his knowledge of a child of God. And when I began to question the person, I, I, I told the person that, I am born again. He said, I am I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, I am what? Aha! I know that now I need to talk to this one. <laughs> That's it. Like, you, are, you are a Christian. Yes, okay. When last did Jesus appear to you? Did so Jesus appear? He doesn't have to appear. And I said, show him the Bible. If you love me, my father will love you, and I will show myself. Did you read that? So when did you see the show? <laughs> Excuse me. You know that they, don't, they are ignorance. If you, a member of this house, you see a Christian, and he says to you that I'm a child of God, don't probe into it because nobody can call himself child if he's not convinced his child. Hmm? CFT is not the only church going to heaven we are only a name we have many of our people all around the world who bear different names you don't go to heaven by name really because you may be in CFT church and not go to heaven for you to go to heaven is why I'm telling you the truth if anybody goes to a church where they lie to you you will not know the evil road until you die you just die when you die and you wake up the people you see are not friendly and unfortunately you can't, say, you can't say to them No I'm going back to my body They will say look at your body Carry it and you do this
6: I say no no I don't, I, don't want
7: you, I don't want you I say it's not a matter of wants It's your choice when you are not You chose us and it will show you how Your ignorance brought you to their camp As a messenger How they are used you to destroy many lives And you will say If that is the person Yes that is true And so they will say, Jesus, you don't know. That voice has spoken to many who died in church and they went to hell. Excuse me. But you see, you must understand this. If you are born of God, you cannot hate man. You can't hate a member of the same folk you are. You are born of God. How can you hate another member of the church? We pray... That everybody should be successful, isn't it? You know I always say this. Be careful. Because if I preside over a church, which is this church, if anybody wish contrary to my wish for you, that person put himself in my fire line. So when I begin to tell Jesus who appeared to me that, Father, pass judgment over everyone. That, that stand against my members. If you are a member standing against member, you are the first that Jesus will judge first. Because I didn't know. I'm just praying as a shepherd. Wake up in the midnight and begin to deal with the issue of some members. Because I've had it. And if you are a person who is causing that issue, my prayer will work because God will answer me.
6: It is not possible for you
7: to say you are born again.
6: And you hate
7: a member of God's household.
6: Come on now. Deep cost to deep. How many of you hate your children? Why don't you hate them?
7: Because there is a bond. So if you are born of God. It produces love for saints. That's the reason why you pray for one another. That's the reason why some of you see employment somewhere and somebody is jobless. You just call the office and say, there is this job here. This person has said they are looking for this job. You, 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 you connect the person. Or somebody, you know, just lamented beside before you, oh, I don't know even what I will eat tonight. And you have to spare. He didn't ask you, but you will give it to the person and say, oh, look, there, just take this maybe it's my last you just have it because i have something to eat tonight if you are born of god that is what your life will be if your life is not be like that or it's not so like that then i wonder whether you are born again because those who are born of god love they love not because they want to but because the seed in them makes them love I'm disappointed by somebody. You still love the person who disappointed you. Rather than hating him, you pray God to have mercy. Excuse me. You don't have secrets. You keep When that secret is good, you look for people in the family. Do you know this is available? Do you know you can do this? Do you know you can do this? And help them, push them forward to succeed. This is what I did. That's the reason why in this church... People who are successful among you will do seminars where they will come and teach you how to be successful. Let me tell you something. Born of God means love others. When they succeed, you are happy. When they are hurting, you are hurting. When they are in pain, you carry the pain. Born of God. Come on now. Love must be genuine, not lust. The love between husband and wife is not what I'm talking about. But because you are members of same family, born of God, you wish everybody success. Let me tell you something. You know why apostle is blessed? You want me to tell you the secret? Let me take my water first.
6: (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
7: You know why I'm blessed? Because every day of my life, I'm thinking of success for you, for you, for you, for you, for you, for you. Those in Germany, yesterday I was with them. I spoke with the Irish people two days ago. I'm thinking about them. I know their problem. I pray for them. I call to Nigeria. I know the problem. I pray for them in my head i have no problem my problem is the problem of my members and i will not stop praying for you until you come back and say apostle i've got it apostle is happened apostle is happened apostle has happened to me now let me say this to you so i sow seed at least of well wishes and prayer so many so i'm having harvest without sweat For as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. And as time endures, seed time, harvest time, will not cease. If I've been sowing seed of discord, I've been sowing seed of backbiting, I've been wishing you evil, or I've been milking you, make all of you bankrupt. Collect the money to go and big mansion for myself. And every message go to offering. Every blessing must be a seed to be tied to offering. Eat the seed, the minister, not God. If I had done that, I'm going to my old age now. Check all of them who did that. <laughs>
6: hey, I'm becoming more
7: dangerous to the devil in my old age. Amen. amen. Come on, amen. <laughs> Listen to me. There is a path you can choose, and it makes life easy for you. I had a program for this church from 2020. The 2000, 2000, when God told me about the year 2001 to 14, I said, I'm going to make, build the people that by 2015, 16 to 2020-ish, my members will be well positioned in United Kingdom. So I began with you, encouraging, teaching and then I decided, at the time I was saying, go, uh, increase, improve your, your, your network, improve your network, study more, read more, spread your brain. What you have read, be current. So I, because of it, I went to university. And when I went to university, 2001, uh, many people went. And that took you to a higher dimension. By 10 years, this job began to produce from scratch people who are now directors of organizations. And then I said, oh, we need more. Because God is showing to me 2022, 23, 24, 25, to 30. This head have information from heaven. What will happen? And I share some with you, don't I? Do you remember that God spoke to you about the month of October since January? Why are you looking at me like this? Yes, sir. What has happened in, in, in Israel yesterday? Did God not tell you? I think this year I've mentioned it three times. Subsequently. God talks to me. Now, therefore, let me say this to you. These things happen because of what I've been sowing to you to succeed. When I went back to university now to study law, do you know how many people in this church, all the youths now, first class, first class, first class masters, distinction, distinction and I sit down, I told my son today when we were coming, I said son I have achieved my purpose in life I said my heart for people have been fulfilled, I've raised the people who can take the steering wheel and drive this I said, but I see something I will do You want me to tell you? I said I won't tell anybody until I've done it. (laughs) Hallelujah. I said I won't tell anybody until I've done it. So what am I saying to you? Why should Apostle William succeed? Because I love you. You are my only grace from God. Listen to me. If you are a member of God's household, you must love God one another. Not by by deeds. None of you will ask to see apostle and you have to fill many forms to see me. Is there anybody here? No. Did you come to see me in counseling and in the front of my room, my office, I put there prophet offering.
6: Excuse me, did I do that to you now? Huh? Answer me, they are looking at us on television. Huh? What are you doing like this for? <laughs> they are looking at us. Has apostle put a box in front of his office and he called it apostle's offering? So before you see apostle, you first put offering. Has apostle come to, you come to see apostle and say, I know your problem. I wrote a book. You must buy that book. That is your solution. Did I do that among you? When we have seminars in this church, do we take offering at the end of each seminar? No, sir. All the professional seminars we conduct, did you pay for registration fee? No. When we do our annual convocation, do you pay for registration fee? No. No. Do I sell materials to you when I do all this training to you? No. Am I poor? No. (laughs)
7: hallelujah (laughs) how will I be poor through my lips, God have made you, made you, made you. If I don't have money, if I pick my phone and I say, Sister, Apostle doesn't have money. I'm sure that something will rain in my house. Oh, Apostle doesn't have food. I'm sure that if I... Look, I announced during the, uh, uh, the, the, the intercessor's meeting. I showed you the photograph of the building we are, build, we are building in Nasarawa, And we prayed. When I left here to my room, Telephone text came. Somebody gave 5000 towards it. Instantly. We, haven't, we didn't launch it all. I only said, Pray for them. Another person has sent texts. <clears throat> what is the account so that I can put money for the people of Maraba? Excuse me. I'm talking about if you are born of God, then you must love God's household. Listen to me. I go to preach in many places in the world. Some nations, when we go to preach, I call back home and say that these people are poor. I hear the need of those churches. I call my administrator and say that these people just need 10,000. It will solve their problem. And they don't do several committee meetings to approve it. Excuse me. Because that is the way I have taught you. They send what the people need and they meet up their need. We had crusade in, in Cameroon. The whole stadium was jammed. But the man who is the head of the churches, only 10,000 pounds. His, his vicarage, they couldn't complete it. I come, We paid. This church paid my ticket. They didn't pay my ticket. I didn't take a penny for offering. And we were there for seven days. And God did extraordinary miracles. Now I told them that don't give me anything. What will you give me? What you want to give me, give it to this old man who had been serving in this church, this country, about forty something years. Give it to him. I came in, not running him in debts, and I left the place, and we blessed them. So why will God not bless you too? On your behalf, I sold and harvest is coming into to see of the church come on let me say something to you the laws of god are so simple very very simple very easy to be successful in life is very easy and moreover because of this instruction let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves God has been born of God and knows God. Now, let me give you two scriptures. Oh, my time is gone. Let me give you, I will finish this one. Are you being blessed? Yes, sir. Hear the word of the Lord. Hey. We are talking about the duty imposed on those who are born of god and the topic we are looking at is the church of the living god so now how do you know you love god's people how do you know you love the brethren in cfc there's no backbiting There is no front biting. Because I give you better things to look forward to than to be backbiting. So if you have people who come into this church and backbite, they won't find a nesting place. No, they won't find a nesting place. Because everybody is conscious of who they are. And there is no member of CRT that fear demons. Because you are demon busters. A child in this church cast demons out. The youth had their their revival some time ago. They were all 13, 14. When they began to pray, an old woman was there. The power of God picked her up, knocked her to the ground. That old woman began to manifest demons. By the ministration of 14, 13, so I went to them and stopped them from praying. Because the woman was on the floor, crying, and said, please help me. Apostle, please help me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she began to confess what she did when the demon came into her. This is what I did. This is what I did. I said, shh. And I took those young men and women. I said, enough. Leave this one alone. So I pointed to the spirit in her. Come out in the name of Jesus, and vroom. She was like dead. Instantly. And I told the youth, young young, ones to go and do other things. When she came up from her stupor, when she began to confess the things she did, I shook my head. So children in this house cast demons out. Children in this house operate in the power of God, in signs and wonders, in healing. I don't need to invite a guest minister for prophecy to come out of this house. Come on now. I don't need to invite somebody for miracles to happen here. Anything that Jesus did in CFT, we do it. Greater works, we do it. But you know, is because I saw a seed of love. I saw the seed of love. Love one another. Let me give you two more, and we will stop. So, what is that love? John, First John five two. How do we love God's children? He says this is how we know that we are we, are, we love. The children of God. By loving God and carrying out His commands. That's how we know it. By loving God and carrying out His command. How do I know that I love you? I carry out the command of Jesus. Isn't it? Yes. Come on now church. Yes. Amen. Yes. Somebody say amen. Yes. I can't hear you say amen back there. Yes. Now keep these treasures in your pocket. Look, I'm fed up of people... Telling people on television that all this jazz nonsense that like, you know, some people are sitting on your star. Nonsense. Nonsense. The stars in heaven have no bearing to man. Oh, there are some pattern in your family. Rubbish. Rubbish. Jesus came from rehab the prostitute. Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. There are people in the Bible that are relegates. But when they come in contact with God, it changes all things. It does not matter altar in your family. Did you build the altar? Look, let me say this. If your father has altar in your family and there is, are still worshiping shrine there. It's not your business to destroy it or not to destroy it. It has nothing to do with you. It cannot, it cannot dictate, it cannot even happen. The demons of that altar, they they will not dare it. Because they know if they dare it, the one who lives in you will react. And that will be their end. So, all these teachings
6: that that altar may have influence over Nonsense. The Bible says, if a man therefore is in Christ, Jesus is a new creation, all things are passed away, all things are become new. If anybody say that those altar have influence over you, they are liars. Their father was not a wizard. My father, that is my father's name, before he knew Jesus. Satan, they light to Christians. You are set free by the blood of Jesus.
7: I will show you. That's the final board. Nothing has power over you. Whether you go and destroy it. I destroyed the shrine of Ogrignon at the age of twelve. In for Because I read about Gideon. But whether the shrine of Ogrignon remains or it does not remain. He has nothing about me because I do. I came from the family of Obatala. The family of Ogrignon. You may not understand I'm speaking in tongues. It's a wicked tongue. <laughs> you not know it <laughs> that's my father's name wizard has come home mr wizard has come home that's my father's name hello somebody we walk with evil spirits in my family every child born, first born prima facie you belong to satan but I'm looking for satan who will come and meet me and say that you are the first son of Oshoni Wale so you belong to us adieu <laughs> initially He will eat his his banded yam as yam. He will
6: will will just eat it raw. Ah!
7: Don't let anyone scare you. They are all a bunch of liars. God took me from the family who knows devil and took me into the company of angels in heaven to stand in the courtyard of the Father when decisions of nations are made. With my very eyes, is it not? With my eyes, I've seen the Lord Jesus again and again. Has my foot not stood in the, in the boardroom of heaven when God took decisions over Nigeria and other nations, I told you, and they happened to the timing. Come on now. Don't let anyone scare you. Jesus said it. Look at it. This is how we know the children of God, not by ordination, by carrying out the command. Look at John fourteen, and let's see Jesus affirmation, Jesus affirmation over this, because I have just short time with you now. Look at John fourteen, twenty one. Shall we read it together, please? Whoever has my command and
6: obeys them, he who loves me. And then, finish.
7: So he said to you, formally, that if you are born of God, you will love one another. Jesus wants everyone to succeed, isn't it? You should love success for everybody. Forget about you. If you want fast success, forget about yourself. Start praying for others. You will see how things will happen for you. Are you with me now? Yes. Anything you imagine that is good, that is what you can do because God put that imagination on your head. I have proved it among you. And I was going to school people said that at your age, your brain is, is dead. And I said their brain, not your, my brain. And my name is not your. My name is Alfred. <laughs> and I went. I went because God told me. That if I can take that step, it will propel all of you forward. And you went. Reverend Josephine Collier finished her LLM in law last week. You didn't clap. (laughs) Pastor Van, because of my going to school, he decided to go and read law too. If was argue with me that, no, I can't, ah, that thing, I can't go there. I said, that's what we will read. He came out with first class in his LLB. He's finished his LLM now. Okay? And I have so many examples from among you. Testimonies upon testimonies among you. Someone say you can't dare success. Tell him in CFT. We don't dare success because success is ours. Amen. We don't have to dare it. It is ours. The Bible says, whatever you lay your hands on, we want prosper. So that's what's happening here. But you see why? It's because you love the Lord. You don't fear the devil. You know, someone said to me that, you know, every Christian needs deliverance. I said, in your father's house. Yeah, yeah, my father's house needs deliverance. In the house of God, whoever the son set free, Jesus told me is free indeed. If you say that the Christian have demon, I will tell you that. It's no problem. When that, if you leave that demon alone, don't worry. You have many mad people on the streets which go and cast demon out of them. You have many demons in Africa. If you want to do deliverance, no problem. Just go to the jungle of Africa. From one land to the other. If you are Ijebu, I'm sorry. And then when you finish it, will go to water. You will find them there. There are demons working. People who worship idol. Go there. It's usually you have power to cast demons out. What are you doing in church? If the one in church has demon, let him rapture with the demon. Let him rapture with the demon. Teach the people of God the word. You will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. So he says, Whosoever lock my command and obeys them He is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father and I too will love him. And do what? Show myself. What did he say? Show myself. The Lord will show himself to you. And it says also in John 14, 23, Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching and my Father will love him and we will come to
6: him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not obey. My teaching anyone bent on his own
7: will does not love God. So, if anything terrible happened to you, don't say, I serve God, why did this happen? No, you didn't serve God, you served yourself.
6: He's to say to you that you need deliverance for it. No, tell them
7: that I need just to obey. Once you come to the part of obedience, that thing that happened to you is gone. Because God is not a man that he will lie. Or a son of man that will change his mind. Now, the proof of sonship. Write it down. The proof of sonship. 1 John 3, 9 and 10. No one born of God will continue to sin. That's the proof of sonship. Okay? It says, because God's seed remains in him, he cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. He didn't say he may not fall to sin, but he cannot go on doing it. Doing the same thing and saying that, God, I'm weak. The weakness that will take you to hell, may you not have it. You don't continue to sin. As I gave you the example before about stealing, or lying, or fornication, or loss. No, you don't continue to do those things. Because the seed in you will not permit you to do it. Not because you try not to. No, no, no. If you are just trying not to, something is wrong with your sonship. Now, you know what the benefit is? It says, Because he has been born of God. Then, this is how we know who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God. Nor is anyone who does, who does not love his brother. Did you see how the, whole, the, the, the Bible brings those two together? I going to go ahead with you. Am I, am, I, am I talking sense? Yes, say to yourself, I'm free. I'm free. You didn't hear me? I'm free. I am free. Say it again, I'm free. I am free. Because there is a shaking that is coming upon the face of the earth in 2024, the calamity of which will reign for three years among the sons of men. And the Lord had warned you before I say it again. It is those who are marked by the blood that will survive it. The world will know that the Lord Jesus is only hiding place. And there is no other way but the righteousness of God. As he has warned you before, he says again, look at the fig tree. Did God not tell you that be shaken upon the face of the earth for three months August, September and October and I'll be shaking in our country did you not listen to your Prime Minister when he began to utter some bold words that is not politically right speaking on behalf of the church to ease the tension of Satan over the church in England let me say this to you therefore your time has come Amen. to rule, to reign, Amen. to move in power Amen. and the unction of heaven. Amen. I'm happy with you when I hear or see you and I hear the Spirit of God conversing with me. There is a people that God has prepared in this nation. We will bring Britain to their knees before Jesus Christ. Am I talking to you? People are yearning for the truth you know. But the time has come. Your voices will be heard. I'm talking about the proof of sonship. Finally, benefit of sonship. Two scriptures only. What is the benefits you have as sons of God? First John 5, 4. For everyone born of God overcomes the world This is the victory that overcomes the world Even, yes Lord Our faith You have overcome the world I say you have overcome the world What is CFT? Building
6: I can't hear you
7: I don't like the way some of you are speaking Look at someone beside you And let your mouth move who? What is our motto?
6: Building overcomers for... Let the devil hear it. Let angels celebrate
7: it. Let the Lord hear it and rejoice in you. Who are you?
6: Builders of overcomers for tomorrow.
7: Therefore, you overcome the world. That's your benefit. And then the second benefit, which is the last, is the devil cannot harm you. Rule it out. If you are a member of this house, and you hear what I teach, and you weigh what you hear on the social media with what I show you in the Bible, and you decide to follow what I teach you, forget it. There's no devil that can touch you. I say it again, no Satan can harm you. Look at First John chapter 5 verse 18. Let's read it together. Shall we stand up? And we're going to read First John chapter 5, 18 and 20. That is a good way to stand up. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is said to me that if you sit down for 30 minutes, pop, just get up so that your bones don't lock. I think the doctors were advising me, you know, that, you know, when you're getting older, when you sit down, you don't sit for one hour. Get up so that your bones don't lock. And I wonder which padlock will lock my bones. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but I found out that they are true, you know. Shall we read this scripture together? Read it as you own it. We know. Yes. Uh
6: Uh-huh. Repeat that line. The evil one. Say it again. The evil one.
7: Say it again. The evil one. I may be sick. It's not Satan who make me sick. I may fail. Satan didn't make me fail. I may have accidents. Satan is not in my matter. Let me tell you. But if Satan caused my sickness, that sickness cannot harm me. If he caused an accident, I will escape it on horse. That is what the Bible says. Because I don't have the reasoning of Satan in my head. All my brain is thinking about how God will bless his people.
6: How God will change his society. How everybody will be successful. How everybody will be fruitful. If that is what is in my brain. How can Satan, where is Satan to hurt? Nothing. Nothing. Hello. Hey. says, we know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. How? Because
7: we are conscious that anywhere we are, Jesus is there. I'm conscious that if I'm in my business, Jesus is there. I'm alone, Jesus is there. I am with people,
6: Jesus is there. I'm naked, Jesus is there. I'm in toilet, Jesus is there. So, and if I decide to be alone, He's hearing my thoughts. So I can't devise evil. I can't sit in the council of the wicked and stand the ways of the sinner. Pajoras, my will is in the Lord of God. In the Lord of God, I meditate day- night and so what we be unto you he says you will be like the tree planted by the riverside, and you will what? bear your fruit in your season Psalm 1 verses 1 to 4 he says the wicked are not so they are like sap blown away by the wind listen to me Satan had nothing to offer you and I
7: we've broken the barrier of that we know that anyone but of God does not continue to sin because the one born of God in him keeps him safe. That's why Apostle took some of you to the evil forest of Nigeria. Where some ministers when we got there, they back off. They are afraid to enter. That's the reason why when I finished my crusade in the Yiebulan, I told all of them to bring their idols the following day. It is you I told to go and collect the idols, not me. Because there is nothing that can hurt you. One of the idols that one of the members picked before I came is called Ayelala. Ayelala, Igbo people dread it so much because it's a very ferocious demon. We slam it to the ground, we bunt it, and he ate nothing. He ate nothing. They sent a bird to kill me. I commanded life out of the body, and I came down dead. They haven't seen that before. They will see more. Amen. And we see through you. Amen. The devil cannot harm you. But you must not continue to sin. We don't like sin. It's not a breakfast. Neither is it a dessert. Huh? And verse 19 says what? We know also that we are children of God. Uh-huh. And we are Yes.
6: Uh-huh. <laughs> he is? Can you say that again? He is? Say that as if you know it. He is the true God. And it, somebody didn't open his mouth. Open your mouth and say, He is the true God. And together for the mighty one he is almighty you are his children he died for you he destroyed the devil because of you he overcome hell overcame hell because of you hell is not your portion glory is your portion heaven is your portion mercy is your portion power is your portion splendor is your portion whatever you lay your hands on you succeed as you go into the new week, it shall come to pass. The good news you are looking for, it shall come to your hand. I say the good news you are looking for it shall come to your hand. Heaven will respond to your cry. I say heaven will answer your cry. All your crying is secret, it will turn to testimony. You go to a new week, you will be victorious in this week. You will succeed in this week. Satan will fail about your life in this week. That which Jesus said about you, it shall come the Lord will bring provision for you to succeed in the vision of heaven. If you have been suffering from memory loss, your memory is blessed. If you have sickness, I cause the sickness to die. If there be any hindrance by the devil, I command them to be removed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous
7: run into it and they are saved. Because you have run to the house in the name of the Lord, I say, you are saved. Every seed of the evil one are destroyed by the fire of the Holy Spirit. He says, the Lord Almighty has sworn surely as I planned, it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. The plans of God for your life shall be established. The purpose of God for your life shall stand.
6: In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Before this week run to an end. You will testify. Before this week runs to an end. You will testify.
7: Listen to me. You have no excuse to sin. None of you who heard my voice. Should belong to the camp of Satan. By continuing to sin. Don't take sin as a weakness. It's no weakness at all. Put yourself in the place of Jesus 24-7. And what you know in your conscience that Jesus will do is what you must do. If you are a member of this house, by force, by fire, we will enter heaven together. Anything that can hinder you, may the Lord destroy them completely. But before we go to heaven we are here to manifest united kingdom is ours we will turn this nation back to their god jesus it will soon be mentioned in every shore of england jesus is lord if king james translated the bible we will apply the bible another king is on the throne now in his session we will apply the bible a pastor senior one in nigeria sent me a, a video it shows a Muslim man who was speaking in that video and said that they turned church, they bought church and turned it to mosque. I said, I'm going to sh- do something and said it to him. And he was saying to me that, you know, you're in England. They are buying churches and turning to mosque. I said, no, the Muslim made mistake. We left the small churches for them. And we are buying cinema houses. We are buying... The places that Satan enthroned himself, like this place. Opposite me is New wine. In the city is Bishop Francis. And in Camberwell is another one. Everywhere Satan used to play pool or play life for people, which contains so many people, we went out to buy. So we don't care if they bought the building that is derelict and call it mosque. So that the people will not be misled by Satan. That the church of God is not not decreasing. We are increasing. We are a formidable force. We will get everyone in
6: this nation to speak Jesus out of their lips. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are not going down at all. We are increasing. That's your portion in the name of the Lord of hosts.
7: I will congratulate you. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord Jesus Look at somebody and say, I love you.
6: Look at somebody again and say, I love you. God bless you and keep you. May
7: them in the name of Jesus. And please take your seats
6: in the heavenly place.
0: Praise the Lord. Have we been blessed? I have been blessed. Indeed, when David said, I was glad, when they say unto me, go into the house of the Lord, I want to thank God for the presence of God this morning. I want to thank God that the joy of the Lord is indeed our strength. The house of the Lord is a house of joy. And we want to thank God because life, we receive life in this house. The word that we receive is life. And also to pray, I, I pray that we will take life with us. Home. The boss of the hair will not snatch away the word from our hearts. And the the desires of this world will not choke the word of God from our hearts. The word will bear fruit in us. Indeed, we are born of God. Amen and amen. This is our time to give our offering to the Lord. I want us to open to the book of Proverbs 3. And I read verse 9. If you can put that on the screen for me. Please, honor the Lord with your wealth with the first fruits of your crops then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. The Lord has blessed us in this house. And out of the blessing, we are given unto the Lord. So if you are given by envelope, the ushers are going round. If you need an envelope, the ushers will give you one. But we have our account details on the screen. Those of you who are paying on, give through online. Line, give to us um the just use the account details and give and the lord will bless us in jesus name i want us to bow our head as we pray father we thank you for the opportunity to give we thank you lord because the bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive and even lord god as we honor you with our wealth and with the first fruits of all our given, my God, we ask that our bonds will fill to overflowing. Yes. Lord, we pray that our vats will overflow with new wines. Yes. We thank you for the strength you have given us in this house. We thank you for the intelligence that you have given us in this house. We thank you because we are blessed beyond measure. We thank you, Father God, for the word of prophecy that you have given us many years ago. The recession will eat this nation, but you have prepared us ahead of time. You said in the days of famine, we will enjoy plenty. When people, Lord God... Uh, being sacked from work but we thank god because in this house when a door is shut a massive door is opened before us we want to thank you father for opening the storehouse of your bounty over us and sending rain upon our land. but that there is two things that your servants require of us that we move in power and we move in wealth I want to thank you, Father God, for preparing the heart of your saints for the year 2024. It's a challenging year, but it's also a year of promise for us. And so, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus that as many that are given, oh God, Father, this morning we ask, oh God, that you will open the floodgates of heaven and you will pour down a blessing in which there will not be enough room to contain. If there be anyone in this house who do not have seed in their hands, we are going, O oh God, into a promising week. A week, of oh God, where double doors will be opened before us. So, Father, for as many that have interviews lined up, I ask, O oh God, that, Father, the favor of God will rest upon your people. I pray, God of heaven, the Lord, where there is nothing, I pray that there will be enough. The God of more than enough, you will visit us in this house. In the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we bring our offering and our tithes with the heart of thanksgiving. And we pray that God... You will receive it, O God, acceptably in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we rise as we bring our offering joyfully to the Lord? you are the ruler of everything indeed the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all that dwell therein we thank you Lord for this holy offering that has been given by your holy people let your holy fire descend from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice in Jesus mighty name we are prayed amen shall we be seated as I invite pastor Fumi
8: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a privilege to be members of God's household, to be members of this house, which is the church of the living God. The pillar and foundation of truth. Hallelujah. We're just going to take a few announcements. Uh, today, before our Father comes to conclude with the last few things for today. So a very quick welcome to anyone who is visiting with us for the first time. If today is the first time you're joining us here in CFT Cathedral, would you be kind enough to identify yourself by raising up your hands to start with so I can see where you are. Please proudly
9: rise to your feet.
8: Did welcome to Christ's Faith Tabernacle. Please do not take your seat yet. I noticed that no one went to shake hands and welcome these. Beautiful people to my left when I said, please rise to your feet and someone will welcome you. So can I just ask that all of you around them on that side, welcome them. I saw people welcoming those on this side. I'm not quite sure about who are the people sitting on this side. But please rise up. They are part of God's household. And we have a responsibility and a duty. To welcome them. They are part of this family. The Lord bless you. Um, You are welcome to join us in all of our meetings. If you do not belong to a Bible-believing church, and if you're just visiting on holiday or otherwise, you are welcome to join with us online when you go back to your destinations. But you are now a part of this household. Please... Do not hesitate to speak to someone if there is any way that we can support you. In this house, we don't believe in just uh, the spiritual, but we believe in the whole individual. Every aspect of your life, just as Jesus did when he met everyone, including the disciples. So the Lord bless you. Please take your seats and uh, we will continue with the announcements. A quick reminder for us all that tonight we have a home group at 7 p.m. in our various homes, and we'll be reflecting on the book of Jeremiah from chapters 1 to 14. So Jeremiah 1 to 14, everyone in the house is welcome to contribute, and we must make sure the children also contribute. A prayer and communion service will then commence at 8 p.m. tonight. It's online on Zoom, YouTube, and free conference call. As usual, prepare your communion uh, bread and wine ahead so you don't have to interrupt uh, proceedings when it's time for that. And of course, our daily prayer sessions continue online on the same channels at 8 p.m. every day. But please know the Bible study holds on Wednesday at 7 p.m. and our night vigil on Friday evening at 11 p.m. I'd like to remind us that the Jesus Territorial Army Prayers this week will be holding at Bethesda Building. That's Tuesday, the 10th of October at 7.30 p.m. And whilst it's holding at Bethesda, we are all welcome to join at Bethesda Building if we're able to. Uh, It's not just when it is here at the cathedral. So it's holding Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. at Bethesda Building, which is 50... 56 to 62 New Cross Road, London SE14 5BD at New Cross on Tuesday at 7.30pm. I'd like to remind us also that this week, all the way in Bristol... We will be holding the CFT Bristol Divine Encounter and Women of Royal Destiny Convention. It will start on Wednesday the 11th and it will run till Sunday the 15th of October. We all have a responsibility to continue to pray uh, concerning the outreach in Bristol and for all of those who are going, uh, the Lord has gone ahead of you, I know that God's purpose for that convention will be be fulfilled in jesus name amen amen you know when a meeting is set up god has a purpose god has some people that he has set who are going to come and he's going to touch and he's going to touch them so that what he has purposed for the face of the earth will be manifest through them so the lord has gone ahead and we thank him i want to remind us also that Our monthly Women of Royal Destiny meeting will still hold. It's due to hold on Thursday, which is the 12th of October, at 7 p.m. And it holds on Zoom only. So if you don't or haven't got the uh, codes for joining the Zoom meeting, please take a screenshot. It's there on the screen, 7 p.m. on Thursday evening. I'd also like to remind the youths, that the youth of royal destiny meeting will be taking place on saturday that's this saturday this week and the key discussion by the way it is in person and it'll be holding here at the cathedral the key discussion is the proposed argument i'm not quite sure why it says it's the proposed argument well it is about an argument that christianity is a western religion so they've got up there is Christianity, a Western religion. I don't know what white man's religion is. Western religion, that's what they put here. In any case, if you are a youth in the house, you are aged from 12 to 30. You should be there. It's important for you to be there because we are all aware of what is going on in the world today. And as Christians, we must understand who we are and be able to take our stand. And Apostle says it all the time. You are not required to get into arguments with people. If you know what the position is and what your position is, you state your position. But you need to understand where people are coming from when they're going down a different route. So you will benefit from being in the house for this session. Reminder, it is on Saturday the 14th of October in person here at the Cathedral at 2 p.m. So do join if you are used 12 to 30. I'd also like to remind us... That if you joined this house any time in the last year, I think it's year to 18 months almost now since we had the last one. We will be holding a program which we call Meet Your Pastor. Meet Your Pastor is an opportunity for anyone who joins the house to meet with Apostle and Reverend Omar in an informal manner. We have a meal, you have an opportunity to share testimonies, but you also have an opportunity to hear about the church. You know, if you belong to this church, you need to know what the church stands for. You need to know how the church is organized. You need to understand how you fit in so that you also fulfill God's mandate for your life. So we will be holding Meet Your Pastor here at the cathedral on Sunday the 22nd of October. Please note that pre-registration is essential so that we can make proper arrangements for catering. I'm told that the QR code will be available during the week, so please look out for that. If you intend to join the Meet Your Pastors uh, program because you haven't had that opportunity, please, once the QR code comes out, uh, register very quickly. I think it will be a short turnaround time because the 22nd is around the corner. Uh, the penultimate arrangement or announcement, I beg your pardon, is about the workers. So every year you will know that in this house, at Christmas, we have a workers' appreciation and Christmas dinner. And we will also be having that this year. It will be holding us in the calendar on Sunday the 18th of December at Hilton Wembley in London. So London, Wembley, Hilton, if you've been a worker over the last few years, you'll know that's the venue. Uh, We usually provide transport to make it easy for those who uh, cannot drive up there. The price per person has been held at the pre-COVID rates, just to make sure it's affordable for everyone. So apart from the coaches that will be made available, we are also extending the invitation to the spouses of people who are not, to the spouses of workers who are not workers. So if you are a worker and your husband or your wife is not a worker, they are welcome to join the meeting. Hopefully that's clearly articulated. Uh, One of the things we've been trying to do this year and we're still exploring is the option of a side event for children at the same venue. Um, one of the things that's come to our notice is that some of the younger parents usually struggle either with childcare or one part of the family has to wait behind. We want the whole family to enjoy it. We have not concluded those arrangements, so please don't cancel your childcare arrangements if you've made any of those. We'll let you know uh, if and when we have an outcome that will work for you all. But we're quite keen to make sure that everyone can participate and enjoy it. And we will come back to you uh, for that but in the meantime you should contact your head of department to confirm that you will be attending and they'll be able to provide a lot more information to you and the Lord bless you as you do so the Lord bless you as you do so workers work throughout the year so we like to appreciate them at the end of the year and you are all appreciated anyway through the course of the year. You know, Apostle comes by and says hello to you, asks you a question about what's happening with you. Reverend Oma is busy thinking about your uh, challenges and how she can support you. Uh, but this is a formal appreciation of workers. God bless you. I'm looking forward to it. The final announcement for today is a quick reminder about the funeral arrangements for our brother, Brother Emmanuel Ogumola. Uh, We announced that the service of songs will be taking place on Thursday, the 19th of October at 7 p.m. Please note that it will no longer be holding at New Cross Bethesda Building. It will now hold here at the Cathedral. So the service of songs will hold here on Thursday, the 19th of October at 7 p.m. And also the funeral service will hold here at the cathedral on Friday the twentieth of October at eleven thirty AM. And as we said last week, they are members the family, his biological family and Brother Emmanuel himself were all members. Uh, And the rest of the family are members of this household. So please make arrangements to support the family. And if you have not yet reached out to the family, they are members of our family here. Please, on your way out, get contact details from the church office and make sure you get in touch with them. And the Lord will bless you as you do so. Um, I'm very quickly going to ask... Pastor Nicky, to please come and make the arrangements for the Women of Royal Destiny Convention fairly quickly. And while she makes her way here, if you could please make your way here, uh, Pastor, I would like to, I have seen that uh, the jewels in the crown and the morning stars have their meeting today immediately after the service so after the service please make your way up if you're a jewel in the crown or one of the morning stars they're young in the house they know themselves Uh, They probably have a music uh, session. Please make your way up to the Hall of Mirrors immediately after the service and the Lord will bless you. And after Pastor Nikkei has finished the announcements for the Women of Royal Destiny Convention, which holds this month here, that's the International Convention, Apostle our Father will come and close proceedings.
10: Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Another Shiloh is here our Women of Royal Destiny Convention just as Pastor Fumi just announced to us, takes place from the 23rd of October 2003 to the 29th of October 2023 (laughs) 2023. Um, and I believe that all the women are ready and I believe that you're all prepared for this amazing convention, the Lord has used our mother in the Lord throughout the whole year in all our branches and it's now time for the grand finale and we women we need to be ready because the Lord is going to speak to us distinctly but our hearts need to be ready for that word. The topic the Lord has given our mother this year is titled Woman, Kill the Small Foxes you're going to be amazed when the Lord begins to open up your eyes from the scriptures and when mom begins to deliver this word and I don't want anyone to miss out. Now the men might be thinking that oh it's only a woman's convention. No, it's both for men and women and the Lord has prepared the table before us. I'm just going to quickly run through the week, and I promise you, I won't take your time this morning. Um, first and foremost, we're going to be having annas in the temple every single day in this in this temple, and it's going to start from 10 a.m. Now, the purpose of the annas in the temple is that we want to pray for the whole week, and want to also pray for all our guests that will be coming, and for every session that's going to happen, that the Lord will move in an amazing way. Um, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, our Mother and the Lord will be discussing with us on the topic, Woman, Kill the Small Foxes. On Tuesday, we'll be having a panel session on Raising Godly Children. As you remember that Daddy has been teaching us about the 21st century leadership, and for us to have that understanding, even in an in-depth way, and to build up on generations to come, we have to have an understanding of the importance of us to raise our children in a godly manner, most especially in this 21st century. So I want us to come with our children because it's not just for the adults. The children also need to hear the truth and be able to have an understanding of what we the parents are trying to impact onto them. On Thursday, we'll be also having another panel session. This is going to concentrate on menopause. As we know that this is a hot topic in the society, but we don't want to hear it just from a worldly perception. But we want to hear it from a worldly perception, from a men- perception and from a godly perception how we can prepare and support the women going through this kind of a um, situation in their lives. Finally on Saturday we'll be having an amazing time with our mother in the Lord now the Saturday session are for all ordained leaders that means ordained women pastors, pastors wives deacon, deaconesses um, deacon wife, deaconesses and also if you're a director or in a position of leadership. Leadership in your organization. You need to be a part of this meeting because mom will be talking to all the um, the leaders on the pastors' wives, our roles and responsibility. Now, as a pastor, as a pastor's wife, you sit in a position of a leader, and as a director, you direct and you lead women. And you need to come for this session because you're gonna learn so much and God is gonna give mommy such in depth wisdom that's gonna enable and enhance the workload that God has given to us, even as leaders. And then for the second part on that Saturday, it's going to be a topic on etiquette. Etiquette, uh, this, this year, is going to be a bit different because mommy felt in her heart that it's about time that we begin to teach families the importance of setting a table with your family, with your children, and having time together to have discussions, to, have, to know how to eat in the public, so that when they go amongst senior people, when they go into places, that represents personalities. They won't go there. I'm going to take the knife for the fish, for the salad. They'll be able to know the importance of what it means to socialize at the table and to practice proper etiquette at a table. And then our grand feast now, which is on the Sunday, is when we all come together and we thank God for another successful Shiloh. Last year, where you were last year is not where you are this year because God has taken you higher. And we want you to come on that Sunday dressed in your cream and white. Come and thank God that God another year. And daddy used to teach us something and mommy used to say that husbands, give your wives a Thanksgiving offering that my wife, a year ago, God has taken you to a higher dimension and to a higher place. And this is my contribution towards this convention. Here's your Thanksgiving. So please give your wives and mothers, give your daughters Thanksgiving offering so that they can understand the reason why we give Thanksgiving and the reason why they need to thank God for seeing them through another year because remember, we are women and we are mothers and we're building a legacy for tomorrow, and the Lord will bless us all as we prepare for this amazing convention in Jesus' mighty name. I would like to invite our Father in the Lord.
7: Interesting, isn't it? I won't take your time, she said. (laughs) And pastor also said that it's my penultimate announcement. And after that penultimate announcement, she went to super ultimate, too. (laughs) Isn't it? I hope I'm not too, you know, scrutinizing. And she eventually told us. You see, this uh, month end, no man should miss it, I beg you. Every day mommy would teach, I've been with her in all the churches in all countries. She has taught this year, but and I, 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 I was quite elated. Really, the testimonies that came out of Lagos, one of it is a man who, had, who claimed this, that he's been a Christian for a long time. But he never knew what Christ really is. And said when mommy was speaking, when she mentioned something, her, his heart was caught. And he made, she mentioned thing, his heart would go. And after the meeting, went to Pastor Dapo and said, Ah, Pastor, I really want to be born again. I've not been born again all these years. He visited us from another church then. So it's a great thing to do. Now, can I just say that we have a great honor today to have three ministers of god worship with us put their hands together uh, the first person i will introduce i will introduce them as they came pastor shagun awarini please welcome with me pastor Shegu could you stand up now please they welcome you yes I, i'm not i'm not inviting you guys to the pulpit because we are closing now so we thank god for his life and we bless God for bringing you. Please be seated. And Reverend Doctor and Reverend Mrs. Oriaki, please, could you just get up and welcome you. You are very, very welcome to the cathedral. And the Lord continue to strengthen and bless you all. Uh, please be seated. And also the youth um, uh, advert they made about, um, what, did he, what did that banner say? Christianity is a white man's religion. That's how it is really presented. Because there is a group of black people who said Christianity is a white man's religion. It's not European religion. It's a white man's religion. That's what they are perpetrating because Europe is formed of black and white. But they are telling young ones that Christianity is a white man's religion. And they are using that to introduce black youths into um, Nation of Islam And also into Rastafarianism But you know It is a matter of common sense In the book of Matthew 2 13 says When he When they had gone An angel of the Lord appeared to to Joseph in a dream Get up He said Take this child And his mother And escape to Egypt And that's Africa This is Jesus Stay there until I tell you for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him so he got up took the child and his mother during the night and left for Africa Egypt where he stayed until the death of Herod and so was fulfilled that uh, what so was fulfilled what the Lord has said through the prophet Out of Africa have I called my son. Anybody who claims that Christianity is a white man religion, I will say that it doesn't have common sense, because it's only Jesus of all aforesaid religious rulers that it was prophesied before he was born, that when he is born there will be trouble, and he will be taken to Africa. He will grow in Africa and speak African language. And when that ruler will die, he will be brought back to Israel because the prophet said, out of Egypt, which was Africa. All Africans we came from that area to the West Africa. So you guys, uh, those of you who are used to know your onions. So that if anybody tells you that Jesus is a white man religion, you tell them that they are still sleeping. They are uninformed and speak intellectually. It is written about Jesus out of Africa. Africa. No religious leader was raised in Africa apart from Jesus Christ. So Jesus is African man. Anybody who calls him white man religion, is, is not in, is, it doesn't mingle with common sense. Are we together now? So be bold to say that. Out of Africa. Have I called my son Jesus? Shall we rise up together, please? Amen. And I think for those of I will give you more information about Jesus and Africa. The region that spoke Aramaic, which is the language of Jesus Christ throughout his lifetime, that he spoke again and again. Even while he was ministering, he spoke Aramaic, which emanates from areas of Egypt. Now, I want to pray for you, or pray with you, as the Holy Spirit instructed me. He says that you should come today with a bottle of oil, and I should speak into that oil, and you will anoint yourselves with the oil. If you didn't have oil, don't worry. When I pray, those around you who have oil can just take out of their oil and give you. In with tabernacle, when we pray into oil, we don't sell oil. Because we are not all merchants, you buy your oil so that there is no shadow deal about it. From anywhere you buy, says be anywhere I buy. But when I speak over it, it becomes a sacred oil of anointing, and we have seen miracles untold happen through that. Because why oil? The Bible commands us to do that, and you will get to places where I cannot get to. You meet people I do not meet. And that unction that God has placed upon my lips, it will work for you, even as we pray. Shall we bow our heads, please? Our God and Savior, we thank you, for you are the God of mystery. You said to me that I should pray into the oil for your people, and they should anoint themselves. Oil is used as a seal of approval in the scriptures. By anointing, priest was dedicated. An unction came to priest. When you anointed Saul, a man who was very, very pessimistic, you, gave, you changed his mind, heart and gave him a heart of a king. By anointing, O oh God, you said, if anyone is sick, in the book of James, let him call the elders and anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prophet, saying, we will heal the sick. And if they have committed sin, he shall be forgiven. So, Lord, according to your instruction, I ask that the power of your name come upon this oil. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I invoke the name of Jesus upon anyone that this oil shall come in contact with. The sick shall be healed. Favor of God shall be granted manifestation of god shall be revealed and so lord at the end of it mortal men will come to give praise unto you the holy one who lives forever and ever thank you lord because this is no more an oil but a sacred oil of anointing in jesus holy and anointed name we are praying Amen. amen and amen you can anoint yourselves Hallelujah. We will read the Lord's Prayer together. Can I say that the reason why we always read the Lord's Prayer, which we started recently, is because in England, some people in the church of England began to try to develop theories about changing the Lord's Prayer to our mother who is in their heaven. So we decided that before they really change it and begin to say our mother... We better begin to shout our father so that our children will know that there is no such a thing as our mother who art in heaven it is our father who art in heaven shall we read together the lord's prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory. Forever and ever shall we lift up our right hand to heaven as we read the book of Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now may the God of peace that brought again from the dead... Our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do His will, working in us that which is well pleasing His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Turn to someone and read Second Corinthians 13, 14 to them. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And turn to yourself and say, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of God forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary this week. And may the Lord grant you support from Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May the Lord remember his covenant with Israel. And let the angel of Israel arise and bring this boiling water to cold. Quench the fire that has been lit and bring peace about Jerusalem. And we will all shout for joy when we are victorious. We will lift up our banner in the name of our God. And we shall. Be victorious in every battle. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you this week. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you, changing your dream land to the land of visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. There shall be shouts of blessing It will fall in your house. to rose according to our confession God bless you and see you tonight please let's be seated you see me on zoom really tonight (laughs) not come to church and the ushers will lead you out row by row please